Three, two, one, and we are recording. We're here at uh, San Diego BMX. It's bright and early, and I'm here with Tyler Brown. Tyler, how you doing? Good, Dale. How about you? Good, good. We're all in summer camp mode. You've just finished. I'm still in the middle of it. How'd your summer camp go? Oh, thank goodness. I'm all wrapped up. It was good. We had five weeks of back-to-back -back summer camp, so it's about 70 hours a week at the track for me, and I'm glad I finished last week. Life's back to normal now. Yeah, 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 but seems like you had some good numbers again. Yeah, no, summer camps have been great. I was a little bit kind of nervous earlier on in the year because we just struggled with some rain and things like that to kind of see how they went, and I was glad to see we had some good summer camps this year. It went really good. Right on, right on, and I'm uh, I'm this morning or uh, yesterday I started week five. I got two more weeks after this, so yeah, Dang. yeah keep yeah. it going, yeah. keep it going. You got you got me beat. You do seven <laughs> weeks, right? Yeah, but then I disappear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all good. It's all fun. So love doing them. Um, how's things at the track? What's the latest? What's uh, all going on at San Diego BMX? Yeah, no, things have been good, man. Things have been really good. Uh, like I talked about earlier, we had a little bit of a rough struggle at the beginning of the year. We just had an insane amount of rain, um, just bad weather here. And I know we talk about in quotes, oh, San Diego, bad weather. We actually had more rain here in San Diego than we did it, than Seattle did this year. Oh, wow. So it was just a struggle. Like our tracks aren't necessarily made for that because we don't usually get it. Mm -hmm. So, um, but then it was just beyond that, it was kind of getting people back in the routine of coming out to the track again. Because since we were closed so much, people kind of got out of that routine. So it's just getting people back in, getting them motivated and getting the track booming again, which I mean, everything's still good. We're still in a good spot here at the track, but it's just kind of getting that flow going again for the summertime. And you got state championships later on in a couple months, right? October. Yeah, yeah, we got the state championships coming up in October. So as odd as it sounds, it's like we wrap up summer camp, we kind of switch modes into getting ready for the state finals. So whether it be track prep, promotion, marketing, putting it all together, there's a lot that goes into that race because it's kind of like my own mini national. Mm -hmm. um, and when I say mini national, like the numbers are like the size of a smaller national. Mm -hmm. So a lot goes into that because it's kind of all up to me to do all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and you're gonna run the whole shot challenge you was telling me again this year? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do a whole shot challenge. Uh, it was looking to grow and expand a little bit this year. We're hoping to do a two-stop series. Unfortunately, things fell apart a little bit at stop one, so I'm gonna put all my energy and focus into stop number two. We have some good sponsors, a little bit of mix in and outside of the industry. Uh, one of my local companies who supports me a ton, Aztec Fire and Safety, they're a title sponsor, and Laguna Niguel GMC. You oh. might remember Jason Donnell. Oh, Jason. Yeah, I yeah. talked to him yesterday on yeah. Instagram. Not yeah. about this, yeah. just about random stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. J Jason Donnell, he, oh, cool. he's the manager of Laguna Niguel GMC, right. who actually my mom used to work for years ago when I first moved to California. Okay. And it's like uh, they do Cadillac GMC, a bunch of stuff, and yeah. it's right off the 5 freeway on yeah. your way down. So like, Jason, all these company, all these riders are going to be passing you on the way down to my track. Yeah. And he loves it. And so he's coming on as a title sponsor. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love Jason. Yeah. Great, no, great, great guy. He's a good guy and yeah. still wants to support BMX. So yeah. he's already telling me which truck he's going to bring down and set up. Um, but I think it's cool. We're expanding on it this year because last year was a uh, male only, more pro, more pro focused show. Yeah. And this year, I guess you're kind of the first news that I'm dropping. You get the exclusive scoop. Right. We love uh, it. Yeah. No. Hey. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have classes for everybody. It's gonna be open. Um, we're gonna have open age groups. Uh -huh. But it's gonna be amateur and pro focused. We're gonna have a pro men pro open men and women's class, amateur classes. So we really want to bring everybody in, kind of on the hype, and make it a really big national weekend or like small national size weekend and obviously the best amateurs in, in california are going to be here anyway for the state so it's yeah, yeah you'll plug into them guys straight away right so it kind of helps because you're going to get amateurs from all over california will be here mm -hmm. uh plus hopefully some neighboring states your arizona nevada things like that are going to come out we are doing paying classes for all of our amateur classes so it's a great opportunity for riders to come from all over 
get a good get a good race in, have a little bit of hype behind what they're doing, and make a little bit of cash too. So, and we're also of course going to have our pro classes as well. So I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah, yeah, look forward to it. So it was definitely good last year, and uh, yeah, looking forward to it myself. One of the few races I hit every year, and look forward to doing it. Um, I get asked a question a lot. How is BMX in Southern California? And I don't really. I tell them about what I see here. You know, San Diego. Yeah. But I don't really know much much else outside that. How is BMX in Southern California? Uh, no, it it depends on what you're what you're comparing it to, right? Mm -hmm. BMX twenty nineteen, we're good. Yeah. BMX compared to twenty twenty one, we're not as good. Mm -hmm. So I think BMX as a whole saw this massive rise because we in twenty twenty through 2021 two ish mm -hmm. uh, because we had no other competition, especially here in Southern California, like this place. I mean, you lived here at certain areas. It was a nightmare. Everything shut down. Nothing's going on. Yeah. And we kind of luckily got a bit, little bit of a free pass and we were able to stay wide open. Yeah. And we really flourished from that. And it was a really, really good thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but now things are open. We have competition again. And that's competition with outside sports and competition within ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is now every sport is back open again. So we have to deal with that. But now every weekend there's a national estate race, something like that going on. So BMX is always going to be competing with BMX. Yeah. So we're still in a good spot as a whole. We're still here personally, like this track is the number one track in Southern California. It's still good, mm -hmm. uh, but we're not quite seeing the numbers that we've seen before. Mm -hmm. And I think BMX, that's kind of a small reflection of BMX as a whole, yeah. right? I don't know too many places um, who are still hitting those numbers that they were getting a couple of years ago. And I think USA BMX as a whole is probably going to be a bit down across the board from whether that be bringing new riders in or retaining them and seeing the numbers that they were seeing previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did coffee chatter last night. I was talking to those guys about, you know, the things we all talk about at the time, getting new kids in the sport, promoting it and stuff. Is it things we're doing wrong in BMX, do you think? Or is it just, you, I mean, you, you, I don't know, you post so much, you're, you're always hyping up the track, you've always got something going on. Is, is, do we need more of that? Or is there other things that BMX is missing to, to bring these kids in and, and I, keep I, them? I think that, I think the biggest thing, if I mean, this is kind of going deep on track operating stuff. Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest things that can change is our sport mm. is I don't understand why track operators need to be looked at as a volunteer-based position. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's across the board, it's looked at as like, hey, no, you show up. And this goes from the cities as well, right? Like, I know places like, like Oldsmar where they expect the coaches, the pros to come out and coach for free yeah. as a volunteer position. Uh, but until until this is turned into more of a job mm -hmm. and more of a franchise opportunity, then why, Dale, are you going to work your full-time job somewhere else and expect to work a second full-time job for free? Yeah, right. But if this is something where you, Dale, can start a track somewhere and you can make an income, whether how big or how small, that's going to be up to you. The, the more you're going to be able to put into it because you're going to see the fruits of your labor, yeah. right? And then that's going to motivate you to bring more people in. That's going to motivate you to keep those riders coming in and stuff like that. And I'll be completely honest, like, this is how I pay for my bills. Yeah, yeah. So I don't take money from, like, your Wednesday and Friday night racing, but mm -hmm. I need those Wednesday and Friday night racing to make my coaching bigger and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And that's where my, I make my income from is that side of it. And I try to keep them as separate as I can. Yeah. But without one being big, the other one's not going to be big and they work with each other. Yeah, I understand. I think like obviously in the the 80s and 90s it was more yeah we all volunteered my parents volunteered right. we volunteered we built our local track but now i don't live in california yeah. there's not much free time everyone's just trying to get by and 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 and, and just get by on their own bills and stuff so there's not there's not that voluntary stuff like you said it's kind of harder than it was 
you know, during our eras growing up in BMX, you know, I'm sure. And I, and I think the volunteer side of it is what is, is huge. Again, like when mm -hmm. I come out here Wednesday, Friday, I'm a volunteer like everybody else. Yeah. Like I don't take money from our Wednesdays and Friday racing, mm -hmm. um, but the bigger our Wednesday and Fridays racing means the bigger that people are going to come to my clinic. Yeah. And that's where I'm allowed to make my money and, and things like that. Yeah. Right. So I want to make this community as big as possible. Mm -hmm. So I'm still going to be able to have my portion of what I do out here. Uh, but when it rains, I'm a volunteer like the other volunteers. Oh, I, I'm feel, not here I, feel I mean, when I see you, I feel bad. I, I just like, <laughs> you, you had a nightmare this winter. Yeah, you know? it was and, a rough one. It was a rough one. But I think there's a volunteer aspect to it too. Mm -hmm. um, but you got to go you got to go above and beyond with that kind of stuff. But I think uh, that would be one thing that would help is like, it, I think it's kind of frowned on if somebody does make kind of money in the sport across the board. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 But doing that's going to push that person and motivate that person to help make the community bigger and better. Absolutely. Is there any other tracks around the country that you look, look, look into and say, wow, this, this guy's do a good job? Yeah. I mean, I think that there's, there's a handful of places. Like I look at like, even in California, um, Oak Creek up in Northern California, like uh, big numbers, right? Massive numbers. Yeah. And, um, they're actually not the number one track this year. They have been for like the last few years and they've kind of dipped down to uh, third, fourth, um, Luna in, uh, Chandler, Arizona. He's, he's killing Does it. Luna run that track? Yeah. Well, oh. like with it, him and his, his family, right? Okay, okay. Yeah. Like not himself. Cause obviously he's, he's gone a lot, Yeah. Uh, but he's like one of the co-track operators out there. Uh, so there's a few tracks. I always look at them because anytime that I think that my numbers are good, if we're having an average rider count of, say, 100 for the year, and I think that's great, mm -hmm. I'll look at Oak Creek and they're like 150. Wow. I'm like, man, like they're doing that much better than me and they've run as many races as I am. So that means every one of their races is bigger. So yeah. I always know that there's room for me to grow. And I just look at the tracks that are kind of above me because I want to be better. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Yeah, good stuff. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. It's uh, World's Week, I guess, is about to start. I see people already starting to post in their jerseys and yeah. representing the countries and stuff, you know? Get, getting their new, getting their <laughs> getting new the, uniforms, their uh, world's bikes debuted, doing everything. It, doing it for the countries on Facebook. But, yeah. you know, that's, it's their time, they're doing it, and that's cool. I, I enjoy being on social media during the Worlds and seeing how excited, you know, from the kids to the cruiser guys, you know, I think it's, it's pretty cool, you know? I, I love the Worlds. I know you was a Worlds guy, and you enjoyed it the, the years you went. Um, what are you uh what are you seeing going into uh, glasgow scotland you know what uh, the track obviously seeing there's been some races there your track yeah. what do you think about it all so far it looks like they've tamed down the track a little bit from last year uh when they had the world cup there when in the track last year i think didn't we see in the elite men i think only two guys finished the lap right, right in the yeah. main event so we know that it's going to be although it's not going to be as technical of a track it's still going to be a technical track kind of across the board especially mm -hmm. for our usa riders because a tamed down European track is probably going to be harder than anything any of our USA riders have raced in over here, mm -hmm. right? So I think the USA guys are going to got to be prepared for that. We know that they're going to get four laps of practice each day. Yeah. So you got to go in on a technical track, something that you've never really rode and get it down and get it figured out quick. Mm -hmm. Although I have no doubt that our USA guys, riders, amateurs can be able to handle that and accommodate it. I mean, right, countries across the board, we all know that all of our countries have our own little strengths and weaknesses. You know, mm -hmm. we know that the South Americans are good passers. The Australians have good first rate. Mm -hmm. The Europeans are good at technical stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So USA is always good at competition, and that's where I think the USA riders will kind of thrive under that setting. Is there any amateurs that you like stick out for you that you like this guy should win, like some of the younger Asian? Is Cade Jr. yet? Cade, Cedric Cade's Jr. now, so... Um, be a little bit harder this year for him then, yeah, 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 but yeah. I think he's been, he's kind of shown a little glimpse of what he can do, little bits. Of, I think he went, he, he did not think, he did go to Papandali, he had a he had a crash, but he's looking good with what he has. I think he's got a ton of potential. 
Uh, sure, Sean Day, he's your former world champion. Okay, what class would he be? Uh, I think he'd probably be 16 now because I think that's what Cedric is. So okay, he's a, he was, and he won he was, it last time, right? Yeah, he won yeah. it last time. And again, like he's a he's a killer over here. Yeah. He's one of the guys that even if the track's hard, he'll be able to figure it out. No yeah. Problem. Uh, Ava Corley, who on the female side, she won last year. She's junior now, mm-hmm. but she showed up to pop it all in U23 and like whole shot at all of her motos okay. in her first ever World Cup. That's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think it'll be good to kind of see how those riders do. As far as like younger amateurs, um, I don't know all the names that are going, so I know Team USA will be represented pretty well. But so that's what I always say about the worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Is you you just, you just anywhere where it's going to be like even Baku, Azerbaijan, we went a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Like the best of the best is still there. Mm-hmm. It's just how much of the extra in quotes moto filler fluff is going to be there, right? Yeah, the yeah. best of the best from every country is still going to be represented. Yeah, no, I enjoy even watching the amateur stuff at the worlds. It's definitely a good hype scene, all that stuff. Uh, moving into the elite stuff, um, I guess uh, elite women. Any you know usuals you think, or is anybody we're not kind of unfamiliar with? And there's so many. Like the the women's side is just keeps stepping it up. Like those races are getting so good. But I mean, we can kind of run through the category or like the countries a little bit, right? You yeah. have Team USA, obviously. Like Elise is always a standing rider. She's going to be up there killing it. Felicia is coming in with the rainbow jersey on. She's had kind of a slow year though, right? Felicia, yeah, yeah. yeah, she, yeah. She's, she's uh, I think, had a little bit of a, a I don't, I wouldn't want to say struggle. She just didn't do quite as well as maybe she has in previous years with some of her stuff because obviously she's a USA BMX, former USA BMX national number one. Yeah. She has the current rainbow jersey on, uh, but she's been a little bit more quiet this year leading up to things. So we'll see how she's able to do. You have Delaney, who obviously is, is, my my girl like i've coached her for a few years she rode for my team she's moved on to dk and doing her thing now um but still i support her and what she does i'm excited to see how she does because i think she just bought really some good. trophies recommended from you from her dad there you go yeah, there yeah, you go yeah, if you yeah, need yeah. some trophies any of our track yeah, operators yeah. are listening yes hit, hit them up for trophies <laughs> uh obviously peyton will be looking good lex lexus colby mm-hmm. from the team usa i think she made her first world cup main well, they were over in Europe last time. And I in, think she, in Delhi? Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, and she's, I think she's riding better than she ever has. Mm-hmm. So she'll be good there. Uh, and then I don't know who's racing U23. I know Ava's doing junior. I saw Spencer Cole. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was think, talking on the women's side. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, no, no, you're good. And then, yeah, Spencer Cole on the men's side. We'll have, uh, let's see, Cam Bramer going over there. Brady Bre- uh, Kemple, he'll be going over, I'm sure. Um, so we'll have a good little mix um, of, mm-hmm. of riders in that U23 class. And I know I'm missing guys, too. But well, I think Joe, Joey Leto, another one. Yeah. Yeah, so. so oh, Leto's under 23. I don't, I don't know which he's racing. I know I should know. This is really bad. I don't remember off the top of my head which one he's racing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what I should it? know. But he's been kind of like the the low-key underdog new USA guy coming up. Yeah, yeah. I see him on doing good. Yeah, yeah everybody kind of focuses on, like, the cams. Cam Wood, Cam Larson. They've mm-hmm. been kind of like your stars in, mm-hmm. uh, in elite men. But Joey's kind of been, like, getting a few podiums, making a lot of mains, kind of like. Under Florida, Florida, kid? yeah, okay. yeah, undercover, kind of getting in there a little bit more. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, yes. good to see new guys coming in, um, and then obviously elite women like you know other countries. You've got the Dutch, obviously the Smolders, still still doing good, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's always fun to see which Smolder sister is going to be on top because they support each other, but like they both just kind of the other, when one doesn't podium, it's like the other one does. Yeah, right? this the uh, Merle, Merle. Yeah, she's always good for a third at a big race. Yeah, isn't she? Yeah, 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 that's cool. Yeah, um, and then Saya, she she's been doing good as well, right? Last yeah. World Cup. Yeah, she kind Australia. of. Had, I think she had some kind of breakthroughs on the on the mental side of things. She's always been fast, but I think she struggled after. Obviously, her brother went through a big yeah. crash. She had a handful of crashes herself, mm-hmm. and I think she's kind of like 
puts putting some of that behind her and building her mental confidence back up, which that's all she really needed. Yeah, then you got Zoe Klassens that just won the European Championships. Yeah, she kills it. But I like she killed it since she was like 16. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, it was World Championship because I used to train with Hervé Krebs uh, when right. I was living at the UCI Center over there. Yeah, and obviously he's Swiss from Switzerland. Yeah, and he pointed it out to me at I think the the Belgium World Championship. I'm like, oh my gosh, this mm -hmm. girl is unreal. Mm -hmm. And like I think she's she's gonna be a contender for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She I, she's I like that she's she's powerful but she's really tall mm -hmm. and i think that's going to help her on a more technical track to kind of catch those backsides and carry your speed and mm -hmm. so she's she's going to want to watch for sure and obviously beth's defending the title she's i think she no, no, she, she didn't win the title she didn't yeah, win the yeah, title no, no, no. but she is former world champ yeah right? yeah, like yeah. felicia's world the, champions the defender, forever right world yeah. champ forever <laughs> once a world champ always a world champ yeah she's my favorite yeah I, I love i love watching her win because i even messenger or i comment on her thing is like hey I'm a fan. I love watching your interviews. Like, yeah, I just think she's rad. She gets on there. She has personality. Mm -hmm. She has kind of a little bit of swagger about her when she gets on the podium. Yeah, uh, and I think she's funny. I just like funny in a good way. Yeah, like, I she's one of my favorites. I yeah. think she's awesome. It'd be good to see how, and we'll talk about the the elite men in a second. But how she handles the pressure of being at home and stuff. But like I say, but she's not the reigning world champion, so maybe she's eager to to win that again and obviously in front of the home crowd she's definitely going to be up there isn't she oh absolutely yeah, yeah. i mean anytime when you're i mean we saw it in france last year anytime that you're in front of a home crowd i think it kind of hypes you up that that much more yeah yeah under 23 i, I really to be honest i don't know too much about it. i remember the rico on speedco he's been doing pretty good at the world yeah Cup, rico's right? been crushing it he's yeah. been on like a tear i think he's kind of had a perfect season thus far yeah so he's something that and, and it's wild and this is no discredit to rico but it's crazy to show like how different the the speeds are between U23 and elite men. Mm -hmm. Because if you look at like, Rico's been a dominating factor in that class and he's won like, I think every World Cup so far. But then you look at his lap time versus the elite men lap time and it's still crazy to see the difference and how much harder the elite men class is versus the U23. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and it just shows that like Rico, I think he's gonna be good when he gets into that class. And I, uh, I'm just pointing that out is like just to show how hard the elite men class really is. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's a whole host of Frenches and European guys in that class that's going to make it pretty exciting, you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's always going to be one to watch because it's kind of like what, what A-Pro mm -hmm. was here in the U.S. Yeah. Or when you're watching Supercross, what the 250 class is. Mm -hmm. What you have is you have a lot of raw talent, speed, and power, mm -hmm. but not the experience yet. Mm -hmm. So that's where things can get a little bit wild out there. And I guess they have a little bit of junior junior experience, um, but that's where like you'll see a little bit more crashes, a little bit more go for it riding because they're younger and they don't feel the pain and, st and stuff like that. So you might see a little bit more crazy action in that class than you would see in the elite men class. Yeah. And I know uh, Jimmy O'Brink, he went straight to elite and he's done good. Yeah. Is he allowed to pop back down to the under 23 for worlds or once you're in elite, you're in it? I'm pretty sure like once you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. It was yeah. the same kind of thing like with me when I was switching to masters. Like, right. like you have to make a decision in January where you're going to go. Okay. You I think you have the ability the following year to change what you're going to do. Yeah. But you got to stick with the season for what you're going to do. Okay. Yeah. Good. But yeah, that one made me feel old to like, he's, he's, he was the first one that, like, I think he he did really good in Poppendall. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think like, he's made two mains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, man, I used to race your dad. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that that was the first time where I felt I yeah. felt old. I'm watching. This I've had kid a lot of them bit. over the years. Yeah, like, that was yeah. my first. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is kind of. It's like when somebody called. I'm not being called. 
there's people I went to school with now that are grandpas. Right. So I, it's going to be a while before I'm I'm a grandpa, but it will come at some point, you know. Yeah. But I got a few years, so that's kind of a stepping stone to that, you know, when they you start racing their kids. You I'm, know. I'm watching him like, man, I used yeah. to race your dad, but no, he's he's crushing it. It yeah. just shows that like Dutch team, they've got more talent coming through, and mm-hmm. um, for some reason, like no surprise, he's just a tall a tall Dutch guy. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, with good hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, so let's move into elite. Lots of names, obviously. Uh, I don't know where where, 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 do we, where do we start with that? Man, I don't know where you start because yeah. like, you could call out seven different people, yeah. ten different people, yeah. and not one of them would surprise me that they're that they're gonna win. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, you obviously have the the reigning world champ Simon Markhart, who's coming in the defending world champion. Um, who's same thing, kind of like Felicia. I feel like like the the weight of that rainbow jersey can be heavy sometimes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. not to say he's had a bad season, he just hasn't had a season in that rainbow jersey that I think he would have wanted. I don't know if anyone's back to back to. I'd have to really look. I think about that one. Oh, that's a good question. Like, yeah. What about maybe Kyle Bennett? Yes, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Kyle won uh, 02. He won Brazil. And yeah. then the year after Brazil would have been uh, Canada, maybe? No, I don't yeah. know. And there was something where Kyle, yeah. I, think, I think Kyle won it three times, right? I think he won he it three times. It was a gap year, between yeah, one, like, yeah. He won it, won it, year off, won it. Yeah, something like lines. that, yeah. I'm sure there's somebody else that we're forgetting. I'm yeah. sure somebody else has done it. But, yeah, um, yeah I, think, I think Simon, he's going to go in motivated and maybe kind of like behind the radar right mm-hmm. nobody's kind of seen him he's kind of just put himself in that cave and he, he'll be ready to go yeah um you've got you've got your guys that you know the brits yeah the brits, yeah the brits are they're stacking the deck man yeah i yeah. said on coffee chatter last night I'm, I'm putting three brits in the main i'm putting kai hopefully is back to form you know because he's been injured and coming back but what I, exactly did he hurt again i don't i'm not sure to be honest okay. yeah it was a wrist injury or okay. uh, uh it was one of the first round of the europeans i think he crashed but he raced the european championships that was his first he raced the national about a month ago and then he raced the european championships the week after he he, he didn't do that great at the europeans but hopefully is 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 back on form so i'd love to see kai win but i also think um that i think there'll be two brits in the main as well i just think the hype and just yeah. this it's time for them now to step up you got patty you got uh, Ross, Ross Colin, and yeah. Quillen are all good. I've been watching the videos of them guys. They're all looking good. And I think maybe the hype and the excitement of being home turf will get get two more of them guys in the main with Kai, you know? Yeah, man. Those guys, I mean, they're all just they're all just beasts. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're all very strong, very you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you watch the videos. They're, they're already they're running their motos. They're ready. Yeah, to, yeah, they, yeah, they've yeah, already yeah. been through Literally. that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's one thing that I think is going to be interesting on this track in particular is almost every country kind of already has had their, their training camp there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But And to be able to watch them and see what they're doing training, who's doing what, who's who's ready to go. And they're all kind of already coming in with that experience. We've had races on there recently. You had a... Uh, I think Arboleda, he won there not too long ago. Yeah, them Colombians are good. Yeah, so you're going to have the Colombian guys that are going to come in hot. Team USA had their little training camp there before the last. I think a lot of them did kind of in between. Corbin's not going, right, I think it's. Um, I don't know. I know he crashed in Reno pretty bad. Okay. I don't know if he is or isn't. Maybe, maybe you know more than I. Yeah. Do. No, I don't. I just heard someone. It might have been on, on the coffee guys were saying that he's not going. Or I read it somewhere. Yeah. yeah I think he uh, he separated his shoulder in that. He was up there in Reno. I think he was right. in second. Maybe and when he slid out, he he dis he dislocated or separated his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Cam Wood, he's out as well. So he's definitely out, Cam Wood. From what I've heard, I mean, I yeah. haven't, I haven't, I don't know, but I haven't seen him riding or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, and the Australians out as well, right? Yes, yes. Who who's gonna? Oh, Jack Davis, is that who who you talking? About? No, the uh, oh, Chase oh, Isaac. Guy. Isaac, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Isaac, he he blew up his knee, man. So he's out for a while then. Right? Yeah, he's out for a while. Wow. Yeah, so you've got a lot of guys. It's kind of like you're getting that mid season where people are even your title guys are unfortunately injured and. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was bummed to see Isaac because I think he had a he had a breakout start to his season. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah. Obviously, riding phenomenal, and then um, 
I don't think he struggled. He just didn't get the wins that he was wanting to kind of in the, in the, like the middle there. Yeah. Um, but I think world's time is something where everybody has the ability to turn it around. And mm-hmm. he, he was in that world's final last year. I think yeah. he crashed on the first he straightaway. Crashed, yeah. 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 So he would have been one that I was really excited. And he, he did, put, he was up for the win at the world cup there last year. He crashed in the last straightaway. Mm-hmm. He was one of the guys. He's, okay. There's that picture. He, yeah. He yeah. got, he got, Kenny he got third from the ground, right? Okay, like yes, he yes. was inches away from the win yeah. and uh, just pushing it as hard as he could, which we all do. He really, really wanted that win. Yeah. Nipped the top of the jump and went over the bars yeah our photographer kenny hunter who, who's shooting the worlds as well next week he actually got a sequence of the whole deal yeah okay yeah 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 so i mean he he's almost won there he had a right. t- he had a taste of it it was right there in his mouth so mm. he would have been good one to get good one to see but there's so many guys you can't what about like joris is like the oldest he's ever been and riding unreal mm. he's like probably the best yet i mean it seems like the best his age is not but it's insane him down at all. man yeah. like there's how old is he he's got to be 32 33 he's right? got to be turning 32 this year so I he think. could beat stumpy's record i think yeah is is, is stumpy 33 stumpy was title. 33 when he yeah. won the title yeah yeah so i don't know if he i don't know if he turns 32 or 33 this year yeah but it's just insane like he's currently your usa bmx point leader mm-hmm. he's got this will be his sixth title that nobody's ever got. I mean, he matched five. Nobody's got six. He could yeah. literally break records this year. Yeah. And uh, he's 32. Like, unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. And he's riding, like, and not only not only on the USAB Mex stage, right, which, which is hard, mm-hmm. hard enough to win that title, but on a World Cup level to be able to win and mm-hmm. do what Joris is doing for as many years as he's been doing, I think... I think maybe he's a little bit underrated for what what he's doing right now. I mean, if he's riding good and it puts it in the main, I mean, that that guy can be fourth or fifth down the first straight, and he just knows how to low those turns, doesn't he? You know, first turn. He's so good at corners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, I'll watch like I'll, I mean, I've watched a countless races with Joris, mm-hmm. and just like, how did he do that? Where did he come from? And he does the same move. He's done it to Maris. He's done it to. He's done it to he's the, the two eras. Yeah, to every, like he's done yeah. it to a handful and of people. And he's doing across. it to the current guys. Yeah. you know. <laughs> no, yeah. He, he still does it, and he still pulls it off, and he still wins the races. Mm. And now, I'm, I'm excited to watch Joris because I think he's going to be another one that's going to be up for that world title. He really wants to get that rainbow jersey again. I read that French team lineup. I mean, it was like eight dudes, just solid. Did you see that? No, I, guys... it wouldn't. It Like, you, you can't pick one of those guys in the no. French team who could who could win and who could, no. you know what I mean? You could say definitely Sylvain will be in the top three. Yeah, of course. Of course, Sylvain will be up there. Joris will be up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could go down a list of May, like – the names that are all so close and yeah. Clarté and Romaine and Mayhu and Mahu and whatever, yeah, you know, like they're all yeah. going to be there. They're all going to be punching in. It's going to be an insanely hard race. The only thing I can say is I'm glad that I'm going to be watching and not yeah. on the gate because I don't want to be on that gate with those guys. And then Nick's come back and he, he won one day at the World Cup, right? Didn't he win the last World Cup? Oh, no, he won the European Championships. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. It. Yeah, so he looked good again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's back, pop him in gate eight. He'll be ready to go for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to think if there's anybody else. Um, I mean, there's a handful of people that we're going to miss, right? Yeah. And that's the thing with the elite men is like we could pull up the roster and we can go through and probably out of the – hundred names that are going to be there we could talk about 40 of them how they could all have some shot somehow and mm-hmm. and 10 15 of them who if they won it wouldn't be a surprise to anybody mm-hmm. like the class right now is just it's it's really really hard and i feel like we said that last year and years before but mm-hmm. uh it just it just like kind of continues to tighten it up and it shows the level that you have to be at and more importantly how good you have to be at hitting the same lap and same mark every single time can an american make the main yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It can it happen? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we don't have a ton of riders going to the world championship on the elite men's side mm-hmm. uh, that have done it at that level. I think probably the only one that's that's shown some shown some success is Larson. Right. Um, and and Larson, like, he's a little pocket rocket. He's yeah, like he's yeah. like the new Donnie. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the one snapper. thing, and and I said this to Cam 
years ago and no no discredit to him the exact opposite i said hey cam you've impressed me because i didn't think he was going to be able to do what he's done just mm-hmm. based on his size yeah yeah you look at it he's a 155 pound kid probably on his heaviest day yeah right he's smaller than the rest and i know when you're getting in the gate with dudes who are 200 pounds that's hard and cam's gone out he's won at usabmx he won the pan american championship mm-hmm. um he's he's proved he's definitely proved me wrong in a positive way and i love to watch what cam has to do i think I think he'd for sure be your underdog to get in that final, but it could happen. Yeah, yeah, right on. Sounds good. Um, all right, let's move into your probably favorite class. I know you're not going. You've slowed down your own personal racing, but you are a two times Masters World Champion. So you won that in? I think it was 18, 19. So yeah, you won how, how many years did you want it as well, speaking of the which? You oh, yeah, 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 I forgot. <laughs> you've, got <a> <laughs> you've got Elite, you've got uh, Masters, you got it all. I won in uh, 08 in China. Okay. Was you at that world? No, no, uh, I wasn't, because I played at Mike Day. And okay, I, yeah, and for I, the trials. And, and yeah. I skipped it, and yeah. I went, well, probably because I couldn't afford to go there anyway. <laughs> um, but I was like, no, I'm just going to go all in on the trials. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, no, so I won it in 08. It was really, uh, for me, it was, there's only two groups. Okay. It, there wasn't no real big names in Masters that made the trip. Ken Fallon was kind of my, my rival that year, and he didn't make the trip. But there was a couple of good East Coast guys um, that, that was, was out there and riding good. And, yeah, I, I, yeah, I luckily to win that. And I, I, was, I, I was excited to win that. I yeah. think it was a, a good deal. And, yeah, it was cool. And when you raced in Rock Hill, and so you raced with Mosquito? Or, that's when Mosquito uh, had, sandbagged, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he sandbagged <laughs> that year. Yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. raced. Yeah, he raced. Because me yeah. and Coach G had a little training session. Yeah. Yeah. And Mosquito won that one. Um, I had Christian in there. That would probably have been. Christian, okay. Christian yeah. was like so the Chris, title guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Doris Brink, he was on the podium with me as well as uh, one of the South American guys from Colombia. He was on there as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I won at 18 and then Baku the following year in 19. And then uh, the next year in Belgium, I had like a back injury, so I didn't get it really right. I made it to the final, but didn't win, obviously. Yeah. And that guy who won, he got to be like the three-year Masters world champ because we didn't have Masters for like a few years after. So right. that would have been the good one to win. You oh, won, yeah. You could have worn the yeah. rainbow jersey for years. Yeah, you're going to milk that thing. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, no, we've got some good good, good heat coming in on that one. That's going to be a fun race. So to I watch see too. Barry's making the trip over. Yeah, from the USA, you have Barry, Upshot, and Peebles. Mm-hmm. They're all three going. Upshot's going on. That's yeah, good. yeah. yeah. Typ- typical smaller class, though, right? Like, yeah. I think we had quarters in Rock Hill, but like, did you even have quarters in, in 08? Two mugs, two yeah, racks, yeah, two so, to main. Okay, so yeah. I, I've always yeah. had semis. Right. But same thing, it's just going to go to semis over mm-hmm. here, too. So you just have 18. That's where I think you do get a lot of guys that sandbag, right? They'd rather go race. 30 35 whatever the amateur class i don't know what it is i think it's 35 and over or something, yeah, 35 yeah. and over they'll go race that instead of masters to mm-hmm. try and get that that title, title. yeah yeah, then yeah. You got the english guys you got cal strickland who won it last year yep but also this is getting interesting this year uh kyle evans is going to be there yeah i think that'll yeah. be good i know there was rumors of a bunch of guys going there was mm-hmm. rumors of like of uh, kalen was supposed to come out and then yada 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 there's going to be a bunch kalen of guys. got a back issue or something so that's why i listened to his podcast and i think he said that's why he had to pull out we don't we all have back issues in masters and i don't know does i definitely have one now I yeah that. yeah i think we all do but i'm excited to see what evans does i think he'll be a good one in there um i think i think the usa guys i mean we kind of it's dude it's all it's all pro racing mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i was talking to my wife about it she was like oh that what, what would you think how would you have done or what do you think about racing these guys like at the end of the day it doesn't matter i've already raced i've raced these guys mm-hmm. i raced cal i raced barry i raced yeah. evans i've raced them all so yeah. whether you go or not it's just it's just another guy at the gate you just have to be able to go in and, and do your thing i was reading some of the comments and stuff when i don't know where it was but they were talking about masters of this year's world and uh, some of these guys were saying alex cameron he was a good at double a right yeah i think 
Alex is going to be your low key got to win, right? Yeah, because yeah. you're you're look you're going to be looking at Evans, you're going to be looking at Barry. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know Alex Cameron. He's multi Australian national number one in, in elite, elite men. Yeah, yeah. And he will not win to the first turn, and he will pass everybody. He was technical. The track. I remember watching one Aussies. Did he pass everybody? Dude, everybody, yeah. everybody, yeah. every single time, yeah. every race that he races. Mm -hmm. So he's one that like, if I was racing, if we go back to me racing, and yeah. I'm going to get the whole shot. I'm going to be most worried about him coming through the pack. Yeah, yeah. Because he passes everybody every time. Mike Dayish, then, right? Yeah, 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 complete Mike Day. So yeah. uh, I, I coached with, or I worked with Sean Dwight years ago, mm -hmm. and I spent some time at Alex's house training with him, and I actually stayed with him when I was over okay. there in Australia. Yeah. Uh, so super nice guy. But I think he's going to be like, Aussies know him because mm. they know what he's done. They know his, but on like an international scale, he doesn't really have like the World Cup finals to his name like mm -hmm. some of the other guys do. Yeah. But he's really, really good around the track. And especially in a setting where you don't have uh, seven other elite men speed, mm -hmm. he's going to be one that can really move through the pack and really do some damage around the track. And you could also, I'm going to just say, just say Barry and um, Evans are the fastest guys. They could easily take each other out as well. And then the guys in third and fourth might be some opportunities yeah, for them I as mean, well, there, you know? there's endless possibilities like that. Yeah, but yeah. I think Al sure Alex, well, is one yeah. that, Alex is one that could just, he could literally start in fourth place with yeah. those guys in the lead. And he would have, he has the ability to, to make those passes. Yeah, and yeah. Strickland, like I say, he won it last year. It was dark horse last year. I'm sure it'll be the dark horse again now, but he's seriously fast. You yeah, know? So, yeah, he came over. Yeah. We saw him at Grands. He, yeah. did, he did good at Grands. He, uh, he got on the podium and then uh, same thing. He mm -hmm. had, like blew his back out Grands night. He showed up just oh, yeah. not, a, not able to walk, <laughs> just, just blew his back out. But nevertheless, he showed his podium capability over here. Yeah. So now throw him in the mix with those guys and he's going to be showing his speed. I'm excited to see what Upshaw has to do. Yeah. Upshaw is another technical guy that really really will thrive on a european yeah he could be third or fourth in the first turn and still make it happen connie yeah and then, and then now you put a bigger hill on which upshaw's a bigger guy you know he's one of those 200 pound plus guys yeah. so the big hill is going to be an advantage to him because he's it's going to help get him going down the hill mm -hmm. so uh i think upshaw will be definitely be one to watch as well mm -hmm. so it might not necessarily be like the evans and noble show with mm -hmm. upshaw and then you put in cameron and like stuff like yeah, it's that. really gonna be good yeah. yeah i'm excited to watch it yeah me too hopefully there's more people than last year because <laughs> Last year, that was pretty rough watching Masters. There was nobody there watching. There was like 10 people in the grandstands. And it was probably the wives of the Masters <laughs> that were there, right? They ran it. I think how they split it up, they stopped the younger, younger amateur classes like right before Masters. They finished it up. Yeah. And then the next day was like just like five classes. It was like Masters and your, your over 30 classes. Yeah. And uh, elite men and women practice later in the day. So nobody came. Dude, nobody was there. That sucks how they do that. There was know? there was yeah. there was more people at a Friday night at San Diego BMX than there was in the grandstands <laughs> for the World Championship. Well, it was like that in 08 when it was in China. It was just a small world, you know. And it was yeah, it was like a, it was less than a state race. It really was. I remember. Yeah. Small, you know. Yeah. So. so hopefully, hopefully, whoever wins that gets at least 15 people in the grandstands. Of well, there is other things. It's a World Championships for I think track and field and mountain right, biking. Right, right. I think mountain bikes a different location, but I think. I would think that there's going to be a lot of people around anyway, so... That's um, going to be cool. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I'm kind of bummed that I'm not going to it just for that yeah. reason. Like, you're going to be able to watch other venues, and mm -hmm. I'm sure, like, your elite superstars on all ends are going to be kind of like kind of like a mini Olympics, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I want to go over and check this out, and, mm. you know, you'll see you'll see other riders kind of checking stuff out in the grandstands, and yeah. hopefully it keeps the stands packed in BMX and just at least looks good, you know what I mean? And hopefully they have some good weather, because, like I say, Scotland can be... 
Yeah. It can be kind of a roll of the dice. Yeah, yeah, it really can. So yeah. No, yeah. I did see one of the moms um, who has an amateur going, and she's like, oh, my gosh, thank goodness. I finally got a ticket. I've been checking every day. So it sounds like the uh, the stands are going to be packed. Yeah, no, I saw other people, like, um, uh, selling tickets and stuff, you know, so it seems okay. like it can't be that easy. So, yeah, maybe that means it is going to be full stands. Um, all right, I guess we'll wrap it up for now, and let's come back in a couple couple of weeks after Elite. What, week and a half, right, them guys? When did they go? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, this weekend practice starts, and from mm. my understanding, what I've been told just by some of my locals that are going yeah. i think cruiser starts on sunday or something like that yeah then it'll roll throughout the week with all your amateur classes and i believe the elite stuff is thursday friday saturday okay so um get ready to figure out the tricky way that you're gonna have to watch worlds because it's always a pain oh my god they need, it. yeah it's always always a pain in yeah it always is every time just wait till it pops up on instagram i guess 15 bmx get it up there i'm there sure you go. get it up yeah. quick so we can watch it at 6 a.m over here <laughs> all right cool tyler let's touch base again in a couple of weeks and we'll uh yeah we'll talk everything worlds and see uh talk about what we saw let's do it good luck at camp today thanks i appreciate it cheers